Welcome to King's Touch Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. And wherever you're listening from, we believe God's word will impact your everyday life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, today is one of those days that you need to work with me. Amina. Kwa sababu it is an epistle. Ni waraka. Hallelujah. But it is one of the best, if not the best. It is the preacher of the preachers kind of an apostle, uh, of an epistle. It is the best to ever be written. We believe, I say we because I believe I'm a theologian. Today let me just brag. It's okay. It's okay. I'm a theologian. And I am working so hard. Man, that thing is time-consuming, emotion-consuming, spirit-consuming, as in brain draining. By the time you come back home, it's like everything is... So let me just thank God for studying this thing. So um, we believe of all the pieces of work that Paul has ever written, Roman has to be, or the epistle to the church of Roman has to be the best. Um, and Romans and Galatians, I believe, or they are called the, the salvation epistles or the salvation letters of Paul because in there he expounds on the gift of salvation. He expounds on Jesus dying for us on the cross. He expounds on resurrection. He expounds on the freedom that we have in Christ and he expounds on the grace of God. So, Basically, Romans is Galatians extended. So if you want to know who you are in Christ after salvation, spend some time reading the letter or the epistle of Romans and Galatians. And this is a bit different because the rest of the letters he was writing, he was either writing to individuals or he was writing to certain churches to correct some issues or to explain some issues, some doctrinal issues. But this is not, and, and he, he was giving solutions to problems that were happening in some churches. That's why you see him writing a letter to the church of Corinth. You, you see him writing letters to, to Timothy, talking about the church in, Eph in Ephesus, writing um, 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 a, a letter to, to the church of Ephesus itself, to church of Colossians. He's trying to correct some issues. And, and one of the churches that had the most issues was the church of Corinth. And we went through it a little bit um, some time ago. Maybe we should get some time and go back through that book again. But it is, it's a it's a beautiful book, if, especially if you have a good, um, a good understanding to it. So he corrects some things, but this one, he is laying a foundation. Or he is explaining the great gospel and the power of salvation to a people that he has not yet met. So because he has not met them, he is writing to them from scratch about salvation because he longs to see them yet while you're waiting for me or I'm waiting for me to come to you. Let me just give you a detail um, or a detailed information about the salvation that you have received or about the faith that you have or you, you have received as now that you're called Christians. And... Um, from it now, we believe it to be 
a very serious doctrinal book because our doctrine of salvation, or when we say doctrine, we mean fundisho lamsingi. Yani tunacho simamia kama wa kristo. Kuhusu wokovu. The information tunaipata kutoka warumi na wagalatia. So we don't have, we don't believe in any other piece of information, except for the Bible, of course, in general. But when it comes to salvation, the grace, the finished work of the cross, our foundation, our faith foundation is in the book of Roman and Galatians. But because Galatians is, you know, Romans is basically Galatians extended, so this month we are going to spend some little time on the book of Romans. One answer if you Okay, so we know that Paul is the one who wrote that book. Um, let, let me just go through the, the booky-booky thingy. But then I also need you to understand that the writer of this book is not cheap-cheap. Paul. Paul, 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 Paolo ni Paolo. I mean, when it comes to the best of theologians of his time, and perhaps even to date, Paul stands out. He said under the greatest of theologians, um, Gamaliel, from the time it is believed, from the time he was eight years old to the time he was 30 years old. Now those are 20-something years of being taught. And the Old Testament was within Paul. Nakamasio Paulo, we probably would not have been able to understand how the Old Testament has been translated into the New Testament. So he really expounds um, um, what was done in the Old Testament and how it became the finished work in the New Testament by Jesus dying for us on the cross. So we know that he's one of the best. Um, we know that his name is Saul as a Hebrew name. Okay. Growing up, they used to say that when Saul met Jesus, his name was changed into Paul. How many of you believe that? Oh, let me help you today. Saul is his Hebrew name because he's coming from the lineage of Benjamin. So he's coming from the lineage of King Saul. Yule, yule King Saul, wakwanza kabisa. And some theologians believe that God bringing up Paul is him fulfilling the promise or the covenant that David made with Jonathan. So Paul is his Roman name. Because he was a Roman citizen. And then I don't know why I chose that. Because <laughs> Shakona sounds very mpata. Yani, niulewa. But Buana ametu okawa. So that's why there are times you'll find him being mentioned as Saul of Tarshish. Because that's, that's basically the, the, the Hebrew name for Tarshish. Tunaijua Tarshishi, I mean. Nikule yona alikuwa nakimbia kakamatwa, yani. That's, that, that's where Paul is from. Um, but then you also see him being mentioned as 
Paul of Tarsus because Tarsus is the same as Tarsus and it's the same Nataso. So it's the same place. Nyeneo hilo hilo. And for them, mtu akitambulisho lazima tambulisho na ametoka wapi. Na uko wake ni upi. So him coming to Christ, it does not mean that he alibatizwa sasa kutoka sauli. Kwa sababu some people actually put up a whole doctrine ya kubadilisho majina bada ya kuokoka. Oh yeah, this is where some of them, it's, it's, it's one of the references they normally go back to and say, Mbona Sauli alibadilisho jina kaitua Paulo bada ya kukoka? No, Sauli ni jina lake, na Paulo ni jina lake. Mbona Yesu asifiwe. So don't go to some places and they tell you because you're born again, we must change your name. If you want to change it by yourself, that's okay. But it is not a necessity for you to be a Christian. Mbona Yesu asifiwe. You can still keep your name. Hata kama unaitwa Ajabu. Please keep your name. You are a wonder. Nitakushauri tu badilisho kutoka taabu. Kama unaitwa taabu shida, please let's change. It's just a suggestion. Yeah? Because you will you keep calling trouble and taabu to yourself. Now, this is Paul in Philippians chapter number 3, verse 4 to verse 9, he gives a short, you know, a short CV of who he really is. He says, although I myself might have confidence even in the flesh, if anyone else has a mind to put confidence in the flesh, I found more circumcised the eighth day of the nation of Israel. Oh yeah, circumcision is a big deal. Yeah, just so you know. Of the nation of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews. Paulo. Yani kuna namna mimi nisiwadanga. Yani kisha unana na Yesu tu hivi. Natavuta. Paulo yuko hapi. Yani nikifika mbinguni. Kuna namna razima tuonge. Yani there's a way this guy was. Eh? Which is very appealing to me. A Hebrew of Hebrews. As to the law, a Pharisee. As to zeal, a persecutor of the church. So if you think you are zealous about religion, about faith. Man, I was so zealous. I was Gingering the Christians. If you think you can die for the faith, I have died and come back from the dead for the faith. And he says, to die is gain, to live is Christ. That is Paul. As in, if there is a person that is totally sold out to Christ, then it was Paul. And when Jesus is meeting Paul um, 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 at Damascus, he's telling him, in fact, baada hapo wakati anamwambia the was it Nathan the prophet akamwambia kwa kwamba and tell him he will suffer for my gospel. He will suffer. So kama ni suffering the brother suffered. Eh? And today we are afraid of just speaking a little bit about Christ. Let's go on. Leo ni leo. A Pharisee as to zeal, a, uh, a prosecutor of the church, as to the righteousness which is in the law, found blameless. But then this is his conclusion. He says, but whatever things were gained to me, those things I have counted as loss for the sake of Christ. 
More than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them but rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and may be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith. So he says, if at all I would, I would have boasted on my CV, then I would have been really, really up there. But I choose to believe in Christ Jesus simply by faith, not by deeds of, you know, by deeds of men, not by the works of flesh, but by faith. Praise God. So at the end of the day, his education has helped us on a lot. And this is why we get some information that we get because he was one of the best. Now Romans chapter number one, he starts by salutation. Um, there is a place I will go, nitaka na nitamalizia hapo. My intention is not to be here for a very long time. But I just want us to lay a certain foundation. Romans chapter number one. Okay. It says, Paul, a bond servant of Christ Jesus, called as an apostle, special messenger, personally chosen representative. Give me the NIV. Because Apo sana with the Amplified. Okay. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God. The gospel he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. Regarding his son who is at his earthly father was a descendant of David. And to, who, and to who through the spirit of holiness was appointed the son of God in power by his resurrection from the dead. Jesus Christ our Lord. Take me back to verse 1. Um, Paul talks about him being a born servant of Jesus Christ. In Exodus you come to realize that there was a law that God had told, uh, had told Moses to write. And in the law... It says, because Kulkokuna slaves and slave owners. Now, if a slave has served the slave owner for six years, on the seventh year, they are supposed to release them. This slave is free to go. But if this slave chooses to remain um, to be a servant or a slave to this slave master, then he would pierce his ear at Amweka Alama, and then they decide Kwamba, because to them they have chosen their... They have chosen to sell their freedom to slavery. As in they have decided, I'd rather stay a slave than being a free person. So they choose their loyalty or they choose to become loyal to their masters. Now this is what Paul is saying. That he is or he has decided to remain a slave to Jesus Christ. That whatever Jesus will tell him to do, he will do it. As in he will live for Jesus, he will die for Jesus to him. It doesn't really make a difference as long as Jesus is around. But then the other meaning of a bond servant um, in his time, or at least in the Romans, let me just read say, a bond servant was considered in charge of his master's wealth. Are we together? So on a certain day of the year, the master would require records to prove his stewardship. And to see if the bond servant had completed his task. You even see Jesus um, um, saying many parables in this same regard. And then 
if the bond servant did what uh, did that which was good, then a crown was presented. Afterward, the slave was presented before the people with the saying, "This is my steward. Well done, my good and faithful." servant and you see jesus speaking the same thing about us as christians being bond servants or being good stewards and in matthew chapter 25 verse 15 to 28 we see it in in terms of the of the um the parable of talents of where there was one with the five one with the three and one with the one and then they were asked um what did you do with this so Paul decides to call himself or he chooses to first remain a slave to Jesus Christ. But at the same time, he chooses to be a good steward of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because he knows at the end of the day, he's going to be asked, what did you do with all the education that I gave you? Hello? Are we together? So, let's go. Um, we were in verse, we, we were verse three. Let's go to verse four. He says, and, to, and who through the spirit of holiness was appointed the son of God in power by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let's go through him. We receive grace and apostleship to call all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith for his name's sake. And you also are among those Gentiles who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. We'll come and we'll, we'll explain this a little bit. To all in Rome who are loved by God and called to be his holy people, grace and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Eight. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is being reported all over the world. For um, God whom I serve in my spirit in preaching the gospel of his son is my witness how constantly I remember you in my prayers at all times. And I pray that now at last by God's will, the way may be opened for me to come to you. I long to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong. Come on, that is that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that I planned many times to come to you, but have been prevented from doing so until now, in order that I may have a harvest among you, just as I have had among the other Gentiles. 14, I am obligated both to Greeks and non-Greeks, both to the wise and the foolish. 15, that is why I am so eager to preach the gospel also to you who are in Rome 16 this is where I want to stay for I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes first to the Jew then to the Gentiles 17 for in the gospel the righteousness of God is revealed a righteousness that is by faith from first to last just as it is written the righteous will live by faith take me back to 16 I need you to understand that in his time, preaching the gospel was considered a very shameful thing. To begin with, Ukristo ulikuwa unonekana account. I will tell you why. Wewe niambie, you just walk into a house or you just walk into a church and you hear these people saying, we are going to eat the body 
of a Jewish man who died on the cross and we are going to drink his blood. That is cannibalism. I mean, mnakula nyama ya watu. Nakunywa damu. So Christianity was looked at as kama kitu fulani hivi kwanza cha ajabu alafu cha kishamba. Hello. Growing up, how did you think of the Wallacolors? If we are going to be, you know, honest, if you're going to be real. Our parents would say Ulokole ni ukicha. Hello? Why? Because these people pray and they end up crying. Why are you crying? Why are you crying? I remember I, I, I went to a certain, um, I was, I think I was in my A-level. And there was a certain church, I think a live recording or something. And then one of the people from the Bongo movies came. And then I think while on a shoot movie, then they, I think he wanted a shot. Yeah, Kanisani na Kanisa likiwa live. So, <laughs> when he was introduced, first I wonder why did that, anyway, let me, let me keep my comments. But when he was introduced, he said, ah, tumekuja hapa kufanya shuti ya, Kanisani wakati bade inaendelea kwa hiyo, yani mtusaidie mbrielie vile kama mnavyo liyaga. I was 18, but I was very offended. Because there is a certain way the Christians were being looked at. And I need you to understand he's writing to Rome. Na kama kuna nchi ambayo ilikuwa ina classes, then Rome was number one. So there is a class for every, there is the rich, there is the poor, there are slaves, and then there is the Jew, and then there is the slaves. I mean, it's just classes, classes, classes. And the class which used to believe in Christianity was the lowest of classes. So he's telling you, I am not ashamed of the gospel. He has a reason to say, I am not ashamed. Because to begin with, in terms of classes, is that the highest class, he is a Roman citizen. Are we together? As a Roman citizen, tukisafiri, wengine mtalipa tofauti, yeah, atalipa tofauti. As a Roman citizen, yeah, he can appeal his case in the courts. You cannot. So this guy is on a very high class, but then he has chosen to preach the so-called injili ya washamba. Are we together? He says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. But I need you to enable, let us look at this word gospel. I know we know it to be good news. The too good to be kind of news. But good news, if today, kwa mazingire ya leo, nikija nikasema, mafuta ameshuka bei, that is good news. Is it not? Nikienda ba, nikasema, bia zimeshuka bei, that is good news. Is it not? If I am to come here and tell you, students, all loans is in my that is good news. But I will ask you a question. Does it have the power to save you from eternal damnation? That is what makes evangel, I mean, injili, evangelio, that is what makes it different from the rest of any other good news. 
Nikikutangazia leo, oh you're going to get married. It is good news. But believe me when I tell you your husband or your wife is not going to give you eternal life. Ah, I'm preaching better than your response. If I tell you that I'm going to give you a car, it is good news. You'll be able to move from here to there. But God forbid you die with that same car. Where do you go? If I have not given you room for eternal life. Are we together? So the good news we are talking about, the Bible says it is the power. Not that it has the power. It is the power. And the power is of God. Let me make you understand. The power we are talking about here is the dunamis. The supernatural ability of God. Only God can put life in a word for you to have eternal life. So the good news that he's telling them. I am not ashamed of the gospel. I am not ashamed to speak this good news. Because this good news is the power of God himself. It's not philosophy. And it is not the psychology. It is not a certain understanding of men. Uh-uh. This is the power of God. Hello? I'm not just telling you so you can go and make much money. I mean, if it is about money, okay, okay. So people can be born into wealth. Sindio? So it's not that I preach the good news to you to come so that you can get the money. Listen people of God. Money comes, it's part and parcel. All wealth comes, it's part and parcel of the good news. Because I will tell you what we're talking about when he says that brings salvation to everyone. We will talk about that. But it is not the gospel's work. To make you rich. We don't preach the gospel so that you can feel good and so that you can be rich. I mean, the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his right, which is the biggest topic. Righteousness is the biggest topic Paul is talking about in Romans and Galatians. So seek first his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you. So when we are telling you that we are not ashamed of the gospel, we are telling you we are not ashamed to help you from eternal damnation. We are not ashamed of saving you from dying. And this is not just dying dead. Kwamba tumekuzika pale makaburi ya nekekinondoni. That's not the death. We are talking about be afraid of the one who can kill even the spirit. We have something way greater. Greater than any other thing. Do you know in other people's religions wanapima matendo yako? Matendo mazuri ya kizidi mabaya then unaingia mbinguni. But now who is to say kwamba matendo yako mazuri ni mazuri? Kwa sababu there are times you can judge matendo yako kama ni mazuri. Lakini mtendewa ameya define kana kwamba umenifanya vibaya. Umenitharau. 
Have you ever tried to be good at somebody, but the way they received that goodness was used against you? So it means even this one, nipatapotea, we are gambling. But then we have the gospel. Which you don't have to work for. Which he already died as if it is you dying on the cross. And then he is now telling you, go and tell others about this good news. Do not be ashamed. What you carry is great. What you carry is powerful. So what? I still, you know, hope on buses to come to work. But I have eternal life. Can we... Can we just be real? Eh? So what? I'm still single. L- let me tell you something, people of God. All these other things shall be added. Are they good? Yes, they are. Do they need them? Yes, we do. But we don't need them greater than the gospel. We don't. We don't. Hello? For I am not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God. Do you know what it takes to bring somebody from eternal death to eternal life? No human being has that ability. Only the gospel of Jesus Christ. People, you are going to heaven. All your workmen around you, they do not know where they are going. Why? Because you are ashamed of the gospel. Because I am a Molokole. Come on. Come on. Will you get the well done, my good and faithful servant? Because mind you, he is a bond servant. We all are bond servants of Jesus Christ. Can we talk today? He says, I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation. It is that power. That brings salvation. When you're talk, talking about salvation now here, let me just put my, my theology apart. It basically means liberty, redemption, and salvation. The word that is used there. When we are talking about salvation, we are talking about this person being saved from eternal damnation. To make a little bit. And then we're talking about redemption. We are talking about an exchange, which was already done on the cross. That we exchanged our sinfulness to the Lord's righteousness. That's why he says, seek if the righteousness of God. That was already done. And then there is the liberty that comes by being in the Holy Ghost. Are we together? So when we are telling a person, I am preaching the good news to you. I am telling them, I am saving you from eternal damnation. I am redeeming you from the price you're supposed to pay with death, like with eternal death. But then I'm also calling you to a place of liberty. I'm calling you to a place of freedom. Are we together? Can we, can we, can we work together? Don't leave me alone. I am calling you to a place of liberty. Let me tell you something. People might have many things, but they have internal distress. They have internal conflicts. They have internal unassurance of who they are, where they are going. They have issues with depression. They have issues. They are just bound. And their money has not been able to help them. They have tried and they have tried 
and they're still trying. They have gone to the best of psychiatrists. They have gone to the best of whoever's. But you have the solution for them. Jesus Christ. But because they are a person of a certain stature or a person of a certain religion, we feel like we are going to offend them. Baby, let me break it down to you today. The gospel is offensive. I mean, tell your neighbor, the gospel is offensive. It is going to divide you from some people. You cannot just be talking about righteousness and living, you know, a, a, a sin-free life and, and a holy life. And, and then you expect everybody is going to love on you. Everybody is going to hug you. Everyone is going to give you ice cream. Everyone is going to kiss on you. People will buy you popcorns. Come out! The gospel is the gospel. It will be offensive. Why? You're touching the deep things of people. You're touching their issues. You're touching the flesh. The flesh is a furukuta. They're not just going to easily accept and receive. That's why we must pray for them. But let me tell you something. You don't know as you preach to them. Because faith comes by hearing. So if you don't speak, they won't hear. Meaning they will not build up faith. Meaning they might not receive Jesus simply because you did not speak. Hello? Are we, not, are we all not called to be the ones who go and make disciples out of all nations? So you're not exempted. Ah! You are not exempted. Are we together? We are not ashamed of the gospel. There is some liberty to be spread. You see your brother and your sister and you see whoever they're struggling with their marriage, they're struggling with, 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 with issues, just life issues. You have the solution. The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you this. When they come. Because the danger of, of, of us telling them, come and you will get one, two, three. Especially material things. Is if they come and they don't get. I mean, they go. Because they went. They were told, come and the Lord shall give you a car. Come on, Yamani. I say, may the Lord heal you. Do we understand each other? Because you can come and you might not still get the car. You can come and by the time you're dying like Paul, you're still single. Siku. I am not declaring bad things over your life. And by the way, being single is not a bad thing. Sawa? 
And I'm not declaring poverty over your life. I mean, come on. If you have been a member of this just long enough, you know, we believe in wealth and riches. And we believe it's God who gives it to us. However, God forbid, but just in case you have come and you're still waiting for that mansion. You're still waiting for that six-pack man. You know, any akiongea to you tremble everywhere. The man of God has spoken. You start calling him man of God. What if that one does not come? Hello? What if 40 na kugonga here up? 45 here up? People, this is real. Hello? I'm not, I mean, hatuitoi somewhere. It's real. There are people who still believe in God. So what if those things don't come? So now is it an excuse for you to walk out? Because the reason as to why you came to Christ. Because we have friends who came to church because they thought they are going to get men in church. Years down the line. Wakachana na imani. Wakachana kanisa. Wakenda kuleona Islam. Oh yeah. And I'm not saying marrying somebody who's not of the same faith is entirely bad. My issue is you leaving Jesus. Huh? Ah, because there are those that decided they went to marry people with other, of other religion, but they, they remained in Jesus. They still have faith in the Lord. But the struggle, my friend, the struggle is real. Yeah? Because you want to go to church? No, you will not go to church. I want to do this? No, you will not do this. So, why, why, why are you a Christian? Let's talk today. Why are you a Christian? How do you say you love this one whom you cannot talk about? Let me make use of my glasses today. How? Ask your neighbor. Do you know? Thank you. At times we laugh. At times we do what? But take a moment and think about it. How do you say you love this God? And you are among those that preach against giving. How? While if you love, you give. For God so loved the world that he gave. He's one. One. The only one that he had. How much are you holding on to? It is my tithe. Mine. Who gave it to you? Because that power of God that brought salvation gave you money to give you liberty. How do you claim this is mine? How comes those that are around you know you for every other thing but for you being in Christ for real, for real? 
for I am not ashamed of the gospel. Paul is telling them, I have so many reasons to be ashamed of the gospel if I wanted to. But I choose not to be ashamed. Because what the gospel does is far greater than material things. It gives you things that materials can never give you. It gives you eternal life. It gives you an assurance of where you are, who you are, and what you will become. Only the gospel and only in Christianity can you find that. You don't find that any other place. So when Jesus is telling you, go ye and make disciples out of all nations, he's telling you, go and speak deliverance upon people. Go and speak liberty upon people. Go and bring people out of hell. Depopulate hell and let us populate heaven. That is the reason as to why you and I are born again. That is the calling for everyone. Hello? As long as you are a believer, The other day, I saw a clip of a very pretty lady. I actually know her personally. And she was standing at Makumbusha. She's preaching the gospel. She was in her heels. She's in a nice kiteng. She got her lipstick on. She got her glasses on. She's preaching Jesus Christ. Apo Makumbusha. But I know people who you are sitting in the bus anama sit anakufuata mpendo unamjua Yesu kama bwana na mwokozi wa maisha yako and they hit straight to the point by the way wale ta hawanzagi unaitwa nani sio unaka ah ah just 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 so that you don't mistake me for someone ambaye anataka kukuapproach maana especially mabinti kuna namna waga tunafikiriaga kila naye kujia na kutaka tulia Wengine tuko kwenye mission ya kimungu kwanza. Dada, unamjua Yesu kama bwana na mwokozi wa maisha yako. Hello? You have friends who keep, I mean, they have made you as a soundboard in the office. Eh? Every issue they have, they come to you. Every issue they have, they come to you. As in, and it's like you, you, you have mothered them, you have fathered them, you have hugged on them, you have loved on them. You keep telling them, I'll pray for you, I'll pray for you. Have you ever had that hard conversation with them? And tell them, do you know you're going to hell? Because you know with the lifestyle they live, they are going straight to hell. Have you ever told them that? Have you ever asked them? Some of us wait and say, I'll invite her to church so that pastor can... There are times they will not make it to church. And when you go on, he says, first to the Jews, then to the Greek. As in he says, salvation to everyone who believes. So, do not be offended when your arch enemy comes to Christ. I think I've said this before. I was very shocked the day I realized even Christians have enemies. Ukiachana na shetani. Enyo inajulikana shetani ni adui. But the word I actually heard was huyo mtu alisema yani fulani ni mtesi wangu sana na ni mlokole mwanzie mtesi 
Kasama, it genuinely disturbed me that this is a Christian and believes another Christian ni adui yake. Now, imagine a Christian having a problem with another Christian to the point they name them Mtesi. Huyu akisikia yule shangazi ambao wanasikiaga tetesi kwamba anawalogaga familia yao yote. The day this person hears this shangazi has come to Christ, tell me what the reaction will be like. That can never be it. That is not even true salvation. That, but it's the power of God that brings salvation to what? To who? As long as they believe. How will they believe if they don't hear? Somebody has to speak. Hello? Even if we say how will they go if they're not sent? Some of you already sent. Your school, you already sent. In that hostel, you already sent. In that office, you already sent. Nigeza nikakuleza swali moja lakini naweza nikakuaibisha. Ila mara ya mwisho kushuhudia mtu ni lini? Mara ya mwisho umemshuhudia mtu lini? Mara ya mwisho umemwambia watu kuhusu Yesu lini? I have a friend when we were in when we were in Bible school um Pastor Sam Wangati is now in the US. There was a place we got to kunywa chai. Um panaitwa nini Rubada um from Bible school. So we were like a whole group like I don't know six or seven of us. So tunaongozana wote tunatunywa chai tunarudi. Half the time wakati wa kurudi au wakwenda mkigeuka hamumuoni Sam. Sam yuko wapi? Unamwona anakuja nikimbia cha cha cha. Vipi? nimekutana na alikuwa anaita dili nimekutana na dili ndio anisiliachie mtu yeyote anayekutana naye atamsimamisha muulize kama namjua Yesu as in confidently and when he is done he'll call us washogaji njoni come let's pray for this one he has given the life to Jesus on the road and there's a day we went to drink tea somewhere and the waitress when she's serving us whenever she's coming so what will you have oh miss sijui nitakunywa sijui supu oh sijui nitakula mandazere akimaliza dada hebu subiria mara moja umamkoka unamjua yesu kama bwana na mwokozi wa maisha yako and you know most of the time they are caught a bit off guard and probably they are a bit shy and what and what they like no, no 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 i'm not telling you about a new religion i'm just telling you that there is a personal relationship you can have with god that you might not necessarily need to go through a saint to pray for you you can pray to him directly so probably they'll say you know what let me come back i'm just let me come back ataenda akirudi dada umefikiria nilichokwambia i am telling you the truth if you know him you can ask him by the time we are leaving that girl has given her life to Christ. We have taken her number. Anamtafutia mchungaji kumfuatilia. Let me tell you something. 
other religions are very aggressive. And to them, they don't care what they have to do to populate their people or to increase their number. Wataza kama wametumwa ili waongezeke namba. They will give birth and they will convert. They will marry you so that you convert. So that they can increase in their number. Whilst Christians kushuhudia ah bana injili ushamba. Ah bana natafuta convenient you know the convenience uh, uh, excuse I'm looking for a convenient time and a place you know tuwe na hekima yeah yeah tusiwakwaze watu wa watu but let me tell you something there'll come a day where people will long to hear what you have to say and by that time you are too timid because let me tell you the more you do it the bolder you become about it if you keep sleeping on it that is how dormant you become it will come a day you will not even have the courage enough to actually tell people about jesus bwana yesu asifiwe Is anybody changing their mind about sharing the good news which is the power to bring eternal salvation? Are you going to be sharing? How many of you are going to bring people to the house of God? Bwana amekuona. And I'm not saying it kwamba tunatishana ah because that's what we are called for. Huo ndio wito wa kila mmoja wetu. Kazi ya maapostle na wachungaji na walimu is to fortify the ones you have brought to the house in faith so that they may grow to a place of maturity. You find this in Ephesians chapter number 4. Everywhere you go is in a field. All the people you are afraid of are afraid of something. They have questions that they have never been able to answer. Jesus is their answer. And I'm not saying this as a cliche because we grew up hearing Jesus is their answer and then people would ask so what is the question? But truth 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 be told Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the solution. To all their issues, by the way. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and share the message to your family and friends. Follow us on our social media at Kingstar Church.